1: This is the WOKV Spotlight
0: on 104.5 WOKV.
1: Jacksonville's only all-news morning show continues. We're now at 747. And Trevor Lawrence, you know, is undefeated on Saturdays. That's been a storyline that's been out there for the last couple of weeks now since the Jags have played on Saturday the last two weeks in a row. This dates back to his high school days, back when his hair was long. Back when his hair was, you know. Take a lot of pride in it because we're playing on Saturday again, you know. So maybe, you know, that would be, you know. So, I mean, just... It is what it is. I don't really think about that. I think about we got to win this game to keep going, to keep playing, to keep our season alive. So that's what I think about. So trying to go 38-0 if you want to put it that way. Put it that way. Why not? Uh, Brent Martineau from Action Sports Jackson ESPN 690 is with us. You know, he's had success. He knows how to win. But more than anything, he knows how to be resilient and not lose his cool. And we saw that late in the season and especially the last two weeks. Brent, how important is that going to be to a Jags victory?
0: Yeah, he doesn't blink, as they say in the locker room, but I think that's uh, it's bigger than that, Rich. When he was drafted number one overall, he was such a winner, and we knew the Saturday stuff, or at least had a feel like some of those numbers existed. He only lost, it, lost twice in Clemson and twice in high school, and both in big-time games, but I'm not sure we knew how he would handle adversity, and he handled it pretty well all last year. He was the adult in the room. He bounces back and develops here in year two and really flips the script from the first half of the season to the second half, and now Look what he did on Saturday night. So, to me, that's a big question he has answered. It was the number one question when I went to Cartersville, Georgia, during the draft process and Clemson. Like, how will he handle losing? The guy has not lost much. Well, he's done a really nice job hand- handling that adversity. He's got some mental toughness. He's got moxie. And we know he knows how to win. He's a great front-runner, Rich. And now you wonder... Where can he take this football team being a frontrunner, being a winner this time of year?
1: Well, the other thing that I enjoyed about yesterday's round of news conferences was how Doug Peterson answered the question about <laughs> him being undefeated on Saturdays. How did he uh, answer that one? <laughs> uh,
0: it was fantastic. I think if you take a look at this 15 seconds, he gets asked by Associated Press reporter Mark Long about the 37, and he takes a look, and, and Peterson, if we illustrate this, uh, is at the podium, and the reporter's over to his left-hand side, and he just looks to his right. And he says to the other reporters, This guy. <laughs> like, what's he doing asking this question, right? I mean, to me, this shows you Peterson, the way he answered the question. He eventually would say, Knock on wood, right? Why are we even doing this? I don't even want that question asked. And right. uh, don't jinx it, essentially. It's, like, it's just a guy you could be at a bar with having a drink, and he would react the same way. Uh, it shows me the genuine nature, the, the down-to-earth guy that these guys all love in the building, and that's the reputation he's had around the league, but it was a fun moment.
1: Alright, so we're at Thursday, and what lies ahead for the team before they leave? We've got the big watch party on Saturday. There will be the send-off on Friday. Is today like kind of one of the last tune-ups, and, and what will be one of those key uh, you know phases of the, the game that you'll look for that might be a sign that this team is headed toward victory? What might they change from the last time they lost to the Chiefs only by 10?
0: Okay, so today's uh, the last practice here in Jacksonville. These practices have been pretty light this time of year, right? Trying to just get the bodies right and go over the details and of course attention to detail is not a problem. Everybody's heightened. Everybody wants to win this time of year and then they'll uh, hop on a plane tomorrow afternoon after that send-off and get to the team hotel and they won't have as long a wait now. Remember, they've had the 8 o'clock games, they had the 4.30 game in Kansas City, so that's kind of the next few days. The injury report will come out today, but both teams are relatively healthy. We're keeping an eye on McCole Hardman and and some other injuries on the Kansas City side. Jags should be okay in this game. Here's what to look for, I think, that would show a sign of victory. Can the Jags get off to a fast start? Mm. Rich, they just haven't. I mean, they've gotten in a hole every single time. And I don't think they want to do that this game. You don't want to do it any game. But if they can turn that tide, and I also think add in a clean game from Trevor Lawrence. You know he hasn't played a clean football game in terms of turnovers since the win over Tennessee in Nashville. That started the six-game win streak. Can he have that kind of performance, and will we have early signs of that? The Jags' first quarter – I think is going to be critical. They are not getting down 17 nothing, 20 to nothing, 27 nothing and winning this football game this time around. That would be the sign that hey They're here for some business in Kansas City.
1: Brian, Patrick Mahomes will be Patrick Mahomes, but can you minimize the damage? Is it stopping his scrambling ability? Is that going to be one of the keys to the defense is trying to not only force turnovers, but maybe minimize the amount of gashing runs by both him and also the running backs.
0: Yeah, I do think the run game is a big part of this because they ran for 155 yards the last time, and it's a secret weapon of Mahomes especially, but even Kansas City, the Isaiah Pacheco, uh, who was taken over for Clyde St. Hilaire, uh, uh, is really pretty good, and he's been good, and he's a tough back to bring down. So I think the run game is important. They can't give up 500 yards. You know what? Patrick Mahomes is going to get 300 yards. Right, right. He does it every, every week. But you can't give up 155 yards rushing, in my opinion. And the Jags like their chances against the run. they That is their number one tenant on defense, and they've been pretty good all year on it.
1: Hey, before I let you get in, you got to head over to ESPN 690 for two more hours of live radio here, beginning at 8 o'clock with you and Casey and a group of others, and calls, obviously, uh, over the next couple of hours. But I remember when the Jags won the divisional and they came home and they were going to take on the Patriots, and that was the Jalen Ramsey uh, moment. But basically, we, we saw a contingent of Hundreds, if not thousands, of fans swarm TIA Bank. We know there's a watch party. Is there anything brewing, or would it just be more like um, uh, grassroots, where fans would greet them upon their return late Saturday night? Yeah, if they I, happen to win.
0: I don't know what they're thinking there. And here's the difference, Rich. I, I do know this is different. The team used to bus to the airport, and then they would bust back to the facility. Yeah. And so the cars would be there, and then they were going back no matter what. That doesn't take place anymore. The guys drive their cars to the airport. So I think that could be a little problematic. And this is going to be even later than that arrival. That was a 1 o'clock game in Pittsburgh. It's a 4.30 game here. So you're talking about an after-midnight arrival. I don't know. I don't think the team is going to even put anything out until they're not going to jinx that, right, Why even talk about (laughs) winning a game. But. Uh, I'd be a little surprised if we have that same thing, just because the details are a little different and the organization of it would be tough. But I think that's also why they're doing a send-off and and watch party. We'll see what happens. Um, But uh, I think the celebration of this football team, if they win, will be ongoing for for days and days, uh, regardless of what kind it is.
1: Oh, you can bet. We'll see you tonight at Strings. What time is the show?
0: Uh, 7 o'clock show tonight. We'll have all the special teamers. So Riley Patterson, who was the hero the other night, with that big kick, he'll be there along with Logan Cook, who's been awesome, Russ Matisik, uh, the long snapper, and Josh Allen, who has really turned it on these last month or so. He will be there, of course. As always, String Sports Brewery, 7 o'clock.
1: We look forward to it. We'll see you on ESPN 690 here at 8 o'clock. And if you want to listen to two more hours of Jags coverage on ESPN 690, starting at 8 through 10.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile